Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Swartik Mayanja and this is the Mayanja Accredited News Network. We are on another episode of My Everyday Hero um, interview series where I interview someone in your life or someone in my life that makes us smile but does not get the credit that they deserve. Uh, today, uh, I get to interview a leader a hockey prodigy and an old pal. Welcome to the show, AJ Johnson. Thank you very much for Wonderful. having me. Of course. There is no justice when so few have so much and so many have so little. AJ, long time no see, pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. Um, I love it. Uh, so let's start from the beginning. First, you give us a quick background. And this is a question I've wanted to know from you for the longest time. What does AJ stand for? AJ stands for Alexander Joseph. Johnson. Alexander Joseph Johnson. Alexander Joseph Johnson. Wonderful. So AJ, who are you? Where are you from? And tell us, yeah, so let's just start there. All right, so um, I'm from Newton, Mass., born mm -hmm. and raised. Mm -hmm. I attended Newton North High School. Yes, you did. Your alma mater as well. Woo -woo. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Um, yeah, that's really it. Having, you know. <coughs> Quick and simple. Yeah. So the way I know AJ, um, so we did go to the same school. He was a year younger than me. Yep. But when we really, really got to know each other is when we had leadership together. Yep. My senior year, his junior year, um, we had leadership class together. Uh, do you want to give just a quick brief uh, like description of what that class was and a, a little bit of the excitingness and how we became to be such good pals from that class? Sure. Yeah. So this leadership class... Uh, was created by the staff at Newton North. Yes. Basically to take all of the leaders exactly. in that school from all different walks of life, genders, race, social groups, mm -hmm. cliques, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So basically they the teachers came together and they kind of talked about each year who who was the leader of each of those groups. Exactly. And they uh, they put this class together to bring us all together, basically to see if we could get you know our main friend groups and whatnot to become Ooh. closer with each other all around um broaden our horizons exactly. a little bit and exactly. we talked about we talked about race we talked about gender we talked about sexuality sexuality contemporary yeah. conflict exactly we talked we talked a ton and it yeah. got you know people's feelings got hurt but people also opened up a lot and i think that's a really yep. uh, one of the biggest reasons why people from my class stay friends uh mumbury um who i'm real good friends with Murray. Murray, yes yeah. uh i had a i actually had him on the interview as well you guys should check that out but um from that class we did yeah we did all that you know bonding and you know getting mm -hmm. to know other people but we also had some fun trips. Right. Um, so tell us, first, um, you guys went to New Orleans, but I did not go. Right. I had a state um, relay track meet that I had to go to, which uh, um, I don't regret because we won, but I regret because I missed it. So why don't you tell me what I missed out on on that uh, New Orleans trip? Well, before we went on that trip, if you don't recall, we went on uh, a trip at the beginning of the year to sergeant camp up in New oh, Hampshire. Oh, yes, yes, The overnight yes, trip. Yes, And uh, that trip was basically to, that was when we were all really still getting to know each other mm -hmm. and we went up there, did some team building activities and we all stayed in the cabin together. Exactly. The guys were in one place, the girls <laughs> in the other place. No one was sneaking out. Oh, they, no, uh, no, no, no. It's close quarters up there, not, exactly. not much room to breathe, so. Exactly. But uh, I just remember, to this day, I think one of the most emotional, eye-opening, um, 
you know, strat not strategy, but uh, like it was like a conversation, conversation, bonding something. Basically, what happened is you got in group with whatever race you identified as, exactly. you white, black, Asian, Hispanic, whatever, and um, you took a couple sheets of paper, you wrote down what you think stereotypes of the other race were. Yeah. It was all anonymous, obviously, and there yeah. was bags set up in the middle of the room. And you'd go drop it, you know, in whatever bag that stereotype fell under with what race. Exactly. And I just remember that there was a lot of things that people said, some were not surprising, obviously, yeah, but nice. also some were very surprising. Very. Um, it came to the point that the more in-depth we got and the more comfortable we became with the situation at hand and what we were talking about and people really started to open up yeah you know people were crying it and was intense. you know and i think that i think that, that was good because i think that what that did is it kind of got you know everything off the table people exactly were calling a spade a spade and i think that after that even though there were some things that people said that might have hurt other people or um you know whatever i think it, that really was what brought our class exactly. so close. And I remember, I mean, I've been back to that class a couple times. Actually, my senior year, mm. I was the first ever leadership class TA. Oh, you, are you serious? Yep. yep. So oh, that's I, awesome. I love that class so much that I went back next year and I uh, I basically took attendance for Goddard and Leong. <laughs> and, you know, if there was trouble, Goddard knows I have no issue speaking oh, up and I talking know. about you my sure opinions. So <laughs> I know that there was times where if the class was... You know, being a little timid, didn't want to open up. He'd call me and be like, "Well, what do you guys think about this?" And exactly. Go, well, you know, because <laughs> he, I mean, to this day, I still keep in touch with him, and uh, yeah, he said that that was probably the best, not only leadership class, but class he's ever had. It's awesome teaching. So. I love, I love that class. I love that class. But so, on a New Orleans, yeah, on a lighter note, New Orleans. So I'm very sad you didn't come. I know. I'm we sad had a blast. Go. Um, basically, this New Orleans trip was uh, after February break. We went down as a group to uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, and we uh, teamed up with this group called, I forget the name of this group. Uh, it's not Habitat for Humanity. Uh, oh, I think it's the St. Bernard's Project. Or mm. the Bernard's. They were building the homes. Right. So what we did is we all flew down there together. Yes. We stayed in a church in the lower ninth ward that's awesome now being a kid from newton massachusetts <laughs> not really traveling anywhere other than mm. the midwest or yeah. up to canada playing hockey my whole life mm. being down south especially in that area was a, a i don't want to say mind-blowing experience but it was definitely eye-opening exactly um so basically our day was we'd get up in the morning have breakfast uh -huh. uh, we'd get on a school bus and we'd go to whatever work site we were going to be on yeah. for that day. And we have did everything from landscaping to painting awesome. to carpentry. And we were there all day from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. We'd get back on the bus, mm. go back to the church. Uh, they'd have dinner prepared for us. That's really nice. And we would also, after dinner, we'd all come together. And we would either watch a documentary about Hurricane Katrina yeah. or we talk about the issues that were going on at that time. Now, we went down in 2013 and Katrina happened, I believe, in 04. Yes. So that's nine years later. Exactly. Okay. A long time. What I saw there was it pretty much looked like the hurricane happened the day before in the lower ninth ward. Now, 
granted, we went to Bourbon Street, we went to the French Quarter, we went near the uh, the Mercedes Benz Dome. Mm. That looked brand new, you know. Yeah. So I think that you know whoever was in charge of that whole cleanup, they just wanted to exactly take care of the tourist places first, obviously. But we learned a lot of things about how you know these houses that are there that are abandoned. Uh, they still, whoever owns that property, if it's not up to code um, in that community, they still get taxed on it every That's day, even if, even if they're not insane. there. So there's people that have been out of there for seven, eight years now and still paying they're taxes. still paying taxes on the house they don't even live in. They could be Houses living in Nevada are, or oh California or, you know? That's insane. So, but uh, it was definitely, that was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life because uh, I felt like I really got to help a community that was in so much need mm -hmm. and I'll never forget this one of the last days we were there we were on the bus coming coming out of the neighborhood in the lower ninth ward and yeah. some random guy on the side of the road came and stopped the bus and he asked to open the doors and come and talk to us on the bus and I'm oh sitting in the back thinking oh my god what's going on right now are we yeah. getting robbed are we, <laughs> we're trying to steal the bus but uh there was a good old Southern barbecue going on, block party down there. Oh my God. There was about 50 people there. There was tents set up. They were cooking crawfish. That was the first <laughs> time I ever had a crawfish and it was delicious. Goddard was trying to teach me how to eat the crawfish. Hey. Me and OJ, Oliver oh, Jackson. Oh, hey, there you go, Me and OJ were trying to suck the juice out of the crawfish, choking on the spices. All the elderly <laughs> women were laughing at us. And, that was pretty cool just because it was they it felt good because they knew why we were there exactly they know we didn't need to be there mm. you know and they just wanted to show us a good time give us a good meal that's that's amazing so, i mean like yeah yeah you, you, you good vibes right i mean that's just yeah. like a very good situation i am sad that i didn't get to go um but it sounds like it was a great time it was a great leadership time. forever right yep. um so you and i have something similar um uh, you know uh from together mm -hmm. You did track, but just one year. One season. I mean, one season. You just yep. did track one season. Yep. Tell me, why did you decide to do track? When did you do track? And um, how did it um, continue? So track all started my junior year in high school. Mm -hmm. um, one of my good friends, Ryan Lucan, who yeah, you know very, of very well. Very well. Um, he was a track phenom, like yourself. Very good. At Newton Good North. for you, Ryan. Um, he had the opportunity to go on to run track at Cornell. Yes. Um, so my junior year, um, I'm big into fitness, like yourself, mm -hmm. um, and I know that track is one of the most uh, demanding sports for conditioning, obviously. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I was talking to Ryan, I said, hey, can I come down and you know run with you guys sometimes just to get some conditioning in for hockey? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, sure. So I go down, I start running, and uh, this is how I met Jim Blackburn. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh, Blackburn. Yeah. Yeah, you're and, right uh, there. So, you know, I ran with the team for a little bit and uh, he asked me what sports I played and stuff and he told me that, uh, you know, next season, next next year, my senior year, come out for the track team in, uh, in the spring because he knew I played hockey in the exactly. winter. And exactly, I'm not a distance guy, so I wasn't doing cross country, let's no, be real let's, here. Let's, let's, so, let's wrap that up. Nothing against those <laughs> cross country runners, distance runners, but uh, that's not, not my bread and butter. No, no, no. So uh, senior year, outdoor season, yeah. 2013, I am a part of the four by one relay. There you go. I ran the 100 meter dash. Mm -hmm. Here and there, I'd run the 200. 
And out of nowhere, I long jumped. So you and David O. Me and David O. <laughs> David O. By the way, is murdering it right now at BU. Yes, sir, he is. I think he broke the school record for the triple jump. It's insane. I'm pretty he's sure. Kind of like the shit. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite events that I only got to do one time mm. was the sprint medley relay. Oh at, my goodness! At state relays, yeah. yes. I ran the 200 in that relay with uh, Ryan Lucan, Jared Pryor, and Gabe Montague, and we ended up setting the school record for the sprint medley. Now I don't want to admit it, but I heard a little rumor that someone broke our record this past year for the sprint medley. <laughs> yes, they so, did. So uh, I did hear that. From good Black for them, <laughs> but it was nice to have my name on the banner in the gym there for a little bit. Good for you. Um, That's two years, right? Yeah, two, three years. Three years. Good for you. Yep. So, uh, you know, that was fun. And come come the Division One state meet, this is another good story. Yeah. Uh, I kind of pulled my hamstring pretty bad a couple weeks Jeez. earlier. And I got back. Luckily enough, I got back soon enough to be able to compete in states. Yeah. The only one I qualified for was uh, long jump. I okay. didn't qualify for the 100 meter or anything else. Yeah. And uh, I jumped. You qualified for long jump for states? Yep. AJ, that's that's impressive. Yeah, my first year. That's insane. Good for you. Um, I don't know how these ice skaters can jump. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, Good for you. So, I jump. I forget. I think it was like twenty feet two inches, yeah. twenty feet eight inches, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. I end up, uh, I end up placing, getting a couple points for the team. Uh, that every point matters. That helped. Went states. on to uh, we won the division one state meet that year and we went on to win the all-state meet that year but uh one uh one thing that happened was uh my last jump at states my third jump uh my groin felt a little tight and oh, i think geez. something was going to happen so i was halfway down the runway my my groin i mean my uh my hamstring kind of pulled again and i was hobbling down the the runway on one foot hit the board jumped 17 feet <laughs> 17 feet and I uh, I immediately got peeled out of the sandpit. Oh my, my parents God. threw me in the trunk of their car. Jeez. Rushed me to Newton Wellesley. Uh, they hooked me up to the IV, got some medicine going through me and the, the last thing I remember is calling Ryan Lucan on the bus asking if we won and uh, I was on medication so I got emotional, started to cry <laughs> and I go, is Blackburn proud of me? He said, yeah, yeah, he's proud of you. So I luckily got off I got out of the hospital soon enough where I went back to school, Tiger Drive. There you go. And I was on crutches and I was waiting for the boys to show up with the trophy. Holy shit. So that was fun. That's legit. That's, yep. team. That's team. You want him on your team. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now uh, I hear that you, you helped coach or you helped coach a couple of years at North. Yep. So uh, the past three years I've been out of high school, um, every spring, I... I fell in love with track. Good for you. Uh, when I did it, mm -hmm. uh, it was just something so different from hockey. Um, you know, I don't really. I played baseball growing up, a little, yeah. little bit of lacrosse. I'm a big golfer. Love golf. A lot of hockey players like golf. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really golf competitively, but uh, you know, golf other than hockey was really the only thing I did mm -hmm. my high school years. Uh, so track was definitely something cool and different that I fell in love with. Um, Jim Blackburn, I'm going to come out and say this right now, is probably one of the most, if not the most, important, influential people 
in my entire life. That's awesome. He uh, he took me in right away. Mm. Um, we became very close very quick. Um, so I just thought that since he did a lot for me, I could definitely go back and try to help him out a little bit. So the past three uh, <clears throat> the past three outdoor seasons. When my hockey season was over, yeah. I could put in a little bit of time and effort. I would go down to the track every day with the the guys outdoor team, and you know I'd help coach. Now, do I know everything about track? Absolutely not. Yeah. But you know he would tell me what to do, and um, you know I'd run with the guys, stay in shape. That's awesome. Uh, you know, try to be you know a little motivator for him and stuff, and um, you know being out of school a little older than him, but you know at the same time. A lot younger than of the other course, coaches exactly. and stuff so I think that you were able um, to get on the track right I was able to get on the track and I think the the guys on the team still liked having a, a younger guy around that could relate with them you Definitely. know shoot the shit a little bit exactly keep it loose um, which ended up you know doing that all three years and I was lucky enough to you know the, the meets that we went to uh, I did a little bit of officiating that's awesome I officiated the long <laughs> jump and triple jump and stuff so I made a little money doing that good for you doesn't hurt no it doesn't but uh but yeah, no, I mean, to this day, I still love the sport, and uh, I was actually planning on trying to run outdoor at Southern Maine this year. Oh, wow. Um, oh. That's not going to happen. Yeah, of, course, yeah, of course. Um, maybe next year. Maybe. Maybe next year. Go out for the team. Um, but yeah, I just think that... You're a true athlete, AJ. Like, I, through and through, athlete. I try. Like, mindset, like, staying in shape the whole nine. Like, no one goes out and plays a sport to keep, you know, to stay fit. Like, that's... It's impressive. AJ, hero. Talk about hero, this guy. <laughs>